What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media, at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> Hi. It's been a couple, it's been a, it's been a while since we talked about stuff. Uh, movies are out, which is great. Uh, I think you would agree. TV is ending, which is not great, but uh, it's not great that it's ending. Not that the TV is not necessarily not great. Um, let's let's talk about a couple movies that have come out this week. Actually, um, who one we're kind of the uh, the audience for, and one we're not necessarily the audience for. Um, that would be where the crawdads sing. And Marcel, the shell with shoes on. And I want to end with Marcel. So let's talk about Where the Crawdads Sing. Uh, Based on a very popular book, uh, a pick by uh, Reese Witherspoon for her book club. Um... Uh, who and she is a, an executive producer or a producer, one of the two. She she's making the movie. Let's put it that way. This movie's not being made without Reese Witherspoon being involved. Um, directed uh, by Olivia Newman, uh, starring one of our favorite young actresses, actressi, uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, who love her. Do, doesn't it just feel like th- th- this year it's her year? Like a couple years ago, it was Anya Taylor Joy's year. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? It's, it's, so we'll see, see how next year goes. Uh, but we're both terribly impressed with her thus far. Um, we, I don't, I actually, I don't care about the male leads in this because they're entirely irrelevant <laughs> no. to me. Uh, and, and in terms of the story, they're kind of irrelevant as well. Um, <laughs> she, she plays a, a young lady in, in who lives in the marsh, uh, in a backwater town in uh, North Carolina who uh, has a mom and a drunken, abusive father and three or four siblings, um, all of who abandon her, starting with her mom. Uh, and then over the years, her, her older siblings leave. And then it's just her and her dad, because she's the youngest. And then eventually he leaves and doesn't come back. Is he dead? Did he leave? We don't know. Did he get eaten by? Who knows? Who knows what happened to dad? But she's left to fend for herself as a... 10, 11 year old, 12 year old girl in the marsh. Um, and, uh, you know, constantly staying one step ahead of the law, the law being, uh, family services who want to take her away and put her in a group home. Um, yeah. And it's about her and how she survives and, uh, how she meets a boy that used to fish with her, one of her older brothers. And then he leaves after years. And then there's another guy and then there's a murder uh, so this whole thing is a murder movie, really. It's just it's a murder mystery. It's this is murder she wrote, uh, except this is murder she drew. 
because she does art. Uh, it's okay. What? Where are you at? What? What is your headspace on where the crawdads sing? Well, I think for, first of all, it's important to note that the reason why everyone leaves her um, and abandons her is because her father is so abusive. Yes. That, uh, that they can't stay there, and you know, I mean, it's a, it's kind of a. I don't know if it, you know. I think it is. I think they, they feel like it's a life or death thing. So they, it's not that they just leave her, you know, without cause. Right. It's a it's a survival thing, um, you know. And and of course, there wouldn't be this story if they had actually taken her with them. So as a plot device, you know, she has to be on her own um, at some point yes. uh, because she has to be the. The uh, the marsh girl, the, we- the marsh girl who you know lives out in the the marsh, who's kind of like the uh, what the talk of the town sort of thing. She, yes. she she might be a witch, she might be a you know she might not even be fully human. She might be part animal and be anyway. Yeah, um, you know. Uh, Let's be clear. This is in the nineteen fifties slash sixties. Yes. So Correct. this isn't now. <laughs> But, but 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 even even now this sort of thing happens just maybe not in the same regard right um you know she's she's forced to rely uh there's a there's a, a black couple who runs a store um who so she, who who are among the only if not the only you know people who will help her out yeah. because uh they don't really hit on this as heavily in the movie as, as maybe I would have liked but obviously because they're in a situation where they're being watched and persecuted to a certain extent as well. Yes. Um, I, I think that, uh, and I, I got, I was told that uh, I was speaking uh, leftist hate speech yesterday when I said that um, I, I didn't think the film hit on the inequalities uh, quite as it as it could have. It feels like it went a little soft glove. So, um, so to be clear, you were you were engaging in leftist hate speech because. There wasn't enough victimhood in this movie, according to you. Is that the I don't idea? Know, I don't know if victimhood is exact. I I just think that if you're going to go back to the 1950s and tell the story uh, about outsiders, that there's there's a lot more ground that you can cover than they did in this. Right. Um, well, to be fair, this and, isn't about them. No, it's about no, her. And, but but you are right. They never address the fact that that it is a black couple, except for the one time. There's one scene, and it doesn't really. Yeah. They use the word boy. Yeah. That was like the one time I can remember, and I was just like, "That is a grown ass man." Mm. You know, that's yeah. not even like a twenty something, thirty something guy. No, no, no. That's this a grown ass man. And it's like, so, but you, but people. I mean, you're right. That that's the only kind of address that's actually given. And it's and I'm not saying that what I'm not saying that it absolutely has to do that, but I think that determines what kind of film it is to a certain degree. Because this is not a film that is really interested in deep dives. No, it's 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 very much a surface sort of thing. Um, the things happen because they need to happen. That's not to say that there aren't some some nice moments here and there. I yeah. I, I you know the ending is. Um, is is solid. Um, the journey there uh, because of Daisy uh, is wa- extremely watchable. Um, but 
you know, this is it, it very much a, a book club movie. Oh, yeah. Um, in, in the sense that, you know, I mean, it raises some ideas. It, it just, I guess, I guess when, when, when I say that, um, there are people who will read these books um, and this is as close to exploring diversity and uh, inequality and sort of as they get because there's no sense of there's no weight to it I guess is you know the stories are, are, are fine they're involving they're good but but there's no real the author is not asking uh, the reader to necessarily change the way they, they see the world very very much um, no. maybe maybe the way you see marsh girl uh, right. th- there's not there's not an incredibly amount of you know it, people aren't going to to connect the, the way they treat other people with the way that people treat marsh girl in this this film because they're just terrible people and how would they ever you know she just different down in the woods and she's not going to hurt anybody and right well um, and and the and the only time you're that even those issues are even kind of addressed are by uh her lawyer who's defending her at the murder trial played by the great and wonderful and criminally underutilized david strathairn whom i love to death um and really it's his closing argument is is like the deepest you know, philosophical deepness that, that they get really in, in the film. So yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, I certainly wouldn't say that you were engaging in leftist hate speech, but whatever. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, leftist hate speech, leftist hate speech. I, I, I actually take that as a compliment. So <laughs> it means I, I hit a nerve and I wasn't even trying. Um, no, but so, so, I mean, I, I, you know, I think people who read the book, and I haven't read the book, but just just the general sense is, I think if you read the book, you're probably going to enjoy the film. Um, I, I think that um, I think I enjoyed the film about as much as I could expect be expected to. That makes sense. Like it's done about as well as this can be done. Um, it's got a glass ceiling that it hits, right? You know, because for for me, it 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 yeah. You no, know, no, I, I get it. The uh, again, we're not the target audience. A lot of the target no. audience was in our screening. Yeah, um, and there was, I mean, even though they were waiting around to pick up their cell phones, which the studio took before the screening, there was a lot of animated conversation. Uh, okay. So clearly, they had read the source material. Um, and then and, afterwards, and, you know, and, and and I don't want to make it sound like I'm an anti book club because I'm not. I think I think it's great that you know people are reading and, and discussing and talking about these things. Um, yes, I guess, I, you know, I would just wish that they would do the, the, the step that goes a little bit further, but that's just me. Right. Um, as far as, you know, what they're, they're diving into, but no, I, 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 um, you know, I, I, I could be talked into watching it again because of a particular actress. Um, and, but you're right. The men in the film are, are very tropey. They're, they're not really, you know, one's kind of a playboy, one's kind of a, a broken-hearted, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, they're not very well-defined except for by, except guess, by what Except by their role. Yeah. They, so, the, the way, the way I, I, I put this, you know, the, the, the love story here isn't between Kaya, our, our heroine, 
um, and Tate, who is her brother's friend, you know, her early love, or Kaya and Chase, the guy who winds up being murdered, who she winds up being on trial for murder for. Um, the, the It's between her and the Marsh. The love story is between Kaya and the Marsh. And the Marsh is, is arguably more developed than either of those two men. Yeah, I just, I wish, on, on that regard, I wish that I saw it a little more through her eyes. I think we get kind of uh, hints of it. We yeah. see her drawing a lot of things, but we don't necessarily see her kind of, because she's always, she's always drawing in a removed place. She's drawing indoors, with, you know, or, um, I don't know. It's just, I never feel like I really got into her head and her gaze and, and really understood the way that she, saw the beauty of the marsh right and I like know it, that's even then that, I know that even that did. look is not that deep yeah in in the film so, like i said the closest they got then was the first time she went yeah. up in that firewatch tower or whatever it was and she yeah. saw the marsh from above and she could see you know the horizon and not just the trees and and you could see the awe in her face but it but then that's it you know then it's back to the ground level yeah. and so it's again it, it is it's a very weird i mean it's 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 not unenjoyable no no no. but it is you know it's 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 lifetime it's hallmark uh it's that level it's it's kind of fluff i don't want to say feel good entertainment because that's not accurate um but it's just you know it's 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 just this little piece of stuff to entertain you for two hours um it's it and that's really all it is uh that doesn't make it bad but you're right it does have a glass ceiling on it there's only so it's only so good this movie is going to be, um, and this and for for that it's probably about as good as it can be. Yeah. So, um, I I did I did make a quick comparison of this to uh, fried green tomatoes. Sure. Kind of in construction and a little bit in tone, but but um, this is actually kind of narratively slower. Fried green tomatoes. There's always something happening. Something sure. is always that, going on, yeah. and there's that's not the case here. So this is a much slower film in that regard. But there's a lot of similarities, tonal similarities, I guess, um, and construction because you know again we've got the the murder trial and and you know circumstantial everything and blah blah blah. But yeah, so it's it's it it, it is what it is. And if you if you thought you were going to like it going in, you're probably going to like it coming out. That's you know, I guess that's I guess that's where I'll leave that. Unless you have anything else to add. No. <laughs> no. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Uh, let's talk about a movie we enjoyed a little more than that. Then um, we don't. Uh, how often do we talk about uh, TV? You know, SNL turns skits into movies. 
video games get turned into movies, and normally they're pretty bad. Um, this is a three-minute viral YouTube video yeah. turned into a 90-minute-ish uh, feature film, and that would be Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Um, back in 2010, the first Marcel the Shell short hit YouTube, uh, and people loved it. And then there were a couple more over the next couple years, because this is not an easy thing to make. Stop motion. Stop motion stuff um and you know this isn't tim burton budget stop motion this is a couple of people uh you know dean fleischer camp and jenny slate um doing stop motion so it's not like they can just pump this stuff out um but it's the story of marcel who is this one inch shell with one big googly eye and a little pair of shoes and it's marcel's life how he finds things to eat and where he sleeps and how he goes, you know, how he takes a bath and how they garden and how they avoid what, you know, all the dangers of the world. Um, man. Yeah. It's, it's, so in a way, yeah, this, this film is also about abandonment. It is and, also, about, wait, but this is like accidental abandonment. Yeah, no, this is, this is so, so there was, it, I mean, it literally starts off with Marcel talking about how uh, you can't really have a community when you're just two people. Yeah. Um, and 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 uh, so a, a big part of the story is the fact that uh, Marcel and his grandmother live in this house that was once either owned or long term rented by a couple who fought a lot. Yes. And one of those fights ended up having um, the mail storm out with you know sweeping up everything from his drawers, his dresser drawers, and storming out. Um, and Marcel believes that. In doing that, he he accidentally stole away uh, Marcel's family, the uh, the entire um, community, leaving just him and, the, and Nana, Nana Connie and Grim. Yeah, Nana Connie. Um, and so he's he you know, and now the house um, and and I there's a considerable amount of time that a considerable amount of time has passed um, because the house is becoming like an Airbnb. Yep. And there have been numerous people who have stayed there, and most of them never notice uh, Marcel. But then you get this this man who's kind of going through a transitional period in his life, who so happens to be a filmmaker, who decides that he's going to make this film, and this is the film that we watch. Um, uh, you know, and it's uh, it, 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 it's hard to explain how smart the the, the movie is, or at least. Um, you know, there's an innocence that Marcel has, and so he will say things that are, to him, not nearly as profound as they actually are. Um, and he says a lot of things that you're like, "Whoa, yeah, yeah," um, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 it, I, it's a family film. It's an art house film. Um, it's experimental in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the animation stuff that I do is, 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 you know, uh, very, what it's, it's, it's all real. It's, it's not like computer generated, you know, things. No, Um, it is practical. Everything's practical. Yeah. Whether it's practical real time or practical stop motion, it's practical. It turns into a, uh, it turns into a critique of, uh, going viral and what that means and what 
people, you know, I mean, it's, there's a, it's a pretty powerful social critique. Well, the phrase that comes to mind is hashtag activism. Yeah. Uh, And so, yeah. And they nail it. They nail it in a way in this that you're like, wow, that is, that is like so true. Um, Why haven't we, you know, anyway, they sum up a lot of things. And then it turns into a, a 60 minutes Yes. Episode. Leslie Stahl. And that's not She's a complaint. Fearless. Not a Yeah, that's it's, it's <laughs> not a that. complaint. It's 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 like um I mean there's almost like three sections to the film, I suppose. Um it doesn't it's not broken up in that way, but there's no. you know, the first is the introduction. Is is Dean learning about Marcel's life and then yes, the world and, and learning about Marcel and then and the then whole Marcel, 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I this is one of those films where I just sat there and smiled the entire time. Yep, um, laughed a bit, um, nodded quite a bit. Yep. Um, you know, I just and it's and it's there and there's a, there's heart to it. There's emotion here. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think Jenny Slate has said that Marcel is the best of her. You know, if you get rid of everything else and Marcel is, you know, because a lot of this, um, I believe, is ad-libbed. It's, or at least originally it was, where it's like, okay, Marcel, tell me about yourself. And Jamie Slate would just start talking about herself and her, well, as Marcel, but... Um, yeah, so I well, don't know, the, well, the, know, the thing is, I went back and I actually watched that first YouTube video. And yeah. that is the basis. I mean, you see a lot of the bits... Early where where where, Mar- where Dean is learning about Marcel, those come out of that. Um, yeah, but that's but that you know they're they're almost you know we're, that's that's canon that you know that's showing us you know Bruce Wayne's parents and Uncle Ben dying. This is yes. this is Marcel, so it's it's okay. You obviously the whole movie is not that three minute short, but they go back to that no. three minute short and they go, okay, this is Marcel. This is where we started, and the stuff that yeah. I was reading where it's like they they like work they worked the script on this recording stuff and putting it together and then re-recording stuff and then re-putting it together for, a, for a couple of years before they ever started putting the movie together. Yeah. Because you know, the, obviously the script is going to dictate what they have to put together and shoot. So, um, they really did try to get that right and make, make it work. Uh, and, and I think for the most part, um, it, it is, it is pretty pretty good i like the fact that like i said i went back and i watched that first video um the feel of the way he shot this film feels very it, it's very much that first one you know it's just kind of goofy camera angles the focus isn't quite yeah. right it's so it feels like that early those early early videos which he did which is nice he didn't clean it up it's just kind of this dirty you know guerrilla documentary filmmaking stuff that he's doing to kill time in a way so it's yeah. not like he, you know, he is more concerned about figuring out Marcel than he is framing Marcel and and what you know, getting the lighting right or whatever, you know. So it it, it feels legit, it feels real, even though you know it's just about this dumb little shell with shoes and a big googly eye. Um, yeah. But it's it it's just so it just it it feels true all the way through, and I think that's why the rest of it. Why? Why those little nuggets that Marcel continually drops just f- hit so good? Because everything else, you just feel like, yeah, I'm just sitting here talking to Marcel, and Marcel yeah. drops a pearl, and you're like, damn, Marcel. 
nailed it. <laughs> so, um, I, I uh, uh, Nana Connie is voiced by Isabella uh, Isabella Rossellini, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I love that uh, she's like from the old country, from the yeah. garage. Uh, and she got brought. She got brought into the house in a coat pocket. So she always longs for the days back in the old country, which is the garage. Which it's, just, but I, you know, it's just this small scale version of like every family. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, grand, you know, grandma grew up here. Well, not not so much now. I mean, you know, you know, no, but like, yeah, but it's yeah, still it's like there. Everyone, you know, oh, everyone's got that family member that's not quote unquote from here. And there's always a thing, and there's always someone with an act. There's, there's always a miscommunication. There's always a, a different understanding of here and now. And Marcel is like just constantly trying to live within that, um, you know, even though he knows it's not necessarily, you know, it, it, that's just Nana Connie, you, you know. Uh, and then you know, Nana keeps trying to push her, or push push him, push Marcel to to do because Marcel doesn't want to do the 60 minutes thing when they call and say, we want to do your story, which is hilarious. Um, and so that actually, that whole bit is like just terribly moving because you know what's happening and Marcel doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh, this is just not going to end well. And, and well, it and doesn't, but I mean, but you're not, you're not sad, but you're sad for Marcel. Sure, but and I think, but I think one thing that you know that you're hitting on here that I think is important is is that quite often you as an audience feel like you're the one doing the filming, and because you know the way the world works more than Marcel does, there are moments where you're like Marcel, you're you're going to be disappointed, but I guess you need to learn this. So let's go ahead and, and let you learn this. Yeah. Like it's, it's, there's, you, you almost feel, uh, not just involved, but responsible for yeah. what happens, you know? And, and, and it's funny cause this, this film also has going to a high point and looking out over everything. I, literally and, what and, I was about to bring that up and it, yeah. and is and, this, and, is this all there is? It's like, Oh no, oh, no. <laughs> there's oh, so no. much more. This is like one oh. part of one city, and yeah. you know Marcel didn't. Marcel doesn't grok the scale. No, of the war. <laughs> and then oh, oh well. Uh, and then, yeah, and, and, and that deflates him a little bit. Well, yeah. In his search yeah, for family, like, oh yeah, we'll just get a pie. We'll we'll see the car, and we'll totally. It's like, oh, you poor deluded little soul. We love yeah, you, so, but you are a poor deluded little soul. And you know that moment's coming, and it's only you're like, okay, so this is going to happen, and when this happens, how do we cushion this? Well, you cushion you know? it with the with the uh, motion sickness bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's how you cushion it, which was just great. Um, that easily could have been. It could have felt like too much, but it never did. Oh no! But but it was no. great. But so yeah, so you cushion that blow with the motion sickness uh, in the car. Uh, that yeah, that's. I am so sorry. That's <laughs> just so great. Uh, but it gets the little things, and you know, even even you know, Dean is laughing. The entire yeah. even you, I know it's almost like he goes. I know how badly this gonna is gonna turn out, but I'm gonna be there. Yeah, and I'm gonna make sure you're okay. But I can't tell you that I know it's gonna turn out badly, and I'm gonna make sure you're okay. 
but he's laughing because you know to to tell us that he knows but he's gonna it's okay people people watching i got this but we know how it's gonna go um my wife had an ending she would have preferred on this um and i don't want to say what it was because then it'll kind of ruin the ending but uh but i kind of agree with her but i i kind of like the way it ended now uh the way it ended this yeah, there's a there's an end there's an easy ending they could have gone with that I'm glad they didn't. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there's there's a well there's so many directions you could go with this one really, um, and I'm okay with where they went. Oh yeah, um, you know I I don't I don't I, I it, it's it's further absurdity to a certain extent, but yeah, um, a little bit. But, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, the one thing can can we agree that we do not need Marcel too? Uh, no, I don't think we do. No, you know. Um, Ever? No, I don't think we. I think I think you could. Uh, no, I think it captured everything. Um, I, yeah, I don't. It just it, no. Yeah, it just if, if if you were to do like I would almost say if you did do any continuation, it would have to be a three minute short. Yeah, I know, like, right? Like, like if you do like one episode a month on YouTube for three to five minutes, like, sure, reverting back to right. what it was. But that's it. We, but um, we do not need another movie. No, I don't think so. Um, but I, but I might have to go and and buy myself the little. Oh my um, god! I saw that the A twenty four. Yeah, the A twenty four little little metal Marcel. Yeah, shipping in August. Uh, I'm debating. I'm I, I'm debating. Yeah. <laughs> I am so. I, tempted to get that because uh, i think that that you almost have to have that on your shelf i know right because then when when life really sucks and things are you're totally turned against you you can look at marcel and go what would marcel do don't? marcel you get this right you understand you got okay all yeah. right we're good we i know i just i, I i'm right there with you i'm i am 100 right there with you um Wow. Yeah. So two weirdly similar yet completely different films this week. Um, Marcel actually opens. Oh, it did. It did open nationwide on on this Friday. So that's good. Um, Yeah. And if you just want, if you want to feel good in a movie, go see Marcel. Uh, Because if you, and and I said this in my review, dude, if Marcel the shell is not, on best of lists at the end of the year, then there is no hope for humanity. Well, and, and, and I would, it doesn't have to be the best film, but if it's not in your best of list, there's no hope for humanity. And I honestly believe if you watch this film and just, and you come away and your takeaway is, well, that was stupid. I don't think you have a soul. No. Right. I I, I, I don't, I don't know that I want to live on the same planet with that person. No, you know, so, and, and the one thing I regret, um, is you know the screening that we were at there were not any children i don't believe no because it was Um, it was just press yeah yeah so so i i really i would love to see this with a general audience yes i i because i would want to see how children i think children will absolutely react to it yes um it took me back to um I don't know if you remember on Sesame Street, there was a stop motion thing. I think it was tiny, super little guy or what. Anyway, it was painted on. He was a, a character who was painted on the side of a cup. 
and he traveled around, and I was so fascinated by the stop motion. Um, and that was archaic compared to this. I mean, oh. this, um, and again, practical, but it's, you know, it's just. But involved, yes. Yeah, and just and immersive. Um, and it doesn't have the herky-jerky sort of thing that some stop motion does. It, it's very smooth in that regard. And um, I just, it's just, uh, I, you know, I, I, I think it's one of the most quotable films of the year. I think it's one of the happiest films of the year. Um, I, I do think that there are going to be people who resist, who don't want to like it because it's too something. I don't know why. I know, right? It, but but there's just you know I, and I guess I understand that but um, I don't know I mean I I just look at it and think you know if we're gonna make films for kids why not make them different unusual smart you know um, you know we we had just seen um, essentially so we, we we had the Minions film and then we had a film called uh, Fist of Fury and they're both basically homages to 1970s cinema uh, and neither of them is particularly inventive or particularly great right um and then you get something like this that's just like yeah no one's ever going to be like did you see marcel i don't know what, what was marcel you know the one with the show oh i don't remember if i saw that no you know you know you will you know it if you saw this film um and i think there's something to be said for that as well uh, you know, we, we live in a, in a time where there's just so Would, much. I have, I have a question. So obviously yeah. we're both raving about this and we want to see it, but I have a question for you. Would sure. you consider this come award season huh. as an animated film? And, 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 or do you believe that certain organizations would categorize it that way specifically because of the way the movie makes them feel? Um, because it's I mean, I, technically I, it's stop would, motion would, animated. Well, well, yeah, and I will tell you straight up, I would not have an, an issue with this if this was nominated as an anim, animated film. Um, some of my favorite films are animated films, and some of my actually, I, I, I love stop motion films. Um, you know, I, I've over the years, I, I'm definitely not an expert, but. Um, you know, there have been some phenomenal stop motion films, and yeah, I would think it's—I I would be totally fine with it um, being animated. But let me throw this in there as well. That doesn't mean it doesn't qualify for other. So that—that—that that, that was actually my next question. So, how would you feel if Jenny Slate gets a nominate a Golden Globe nomination for comedy? Totally fine with it. So this is a weird film. That's yeah, gonna I, yeah. like it's, so. The point of all this is, I'm 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 hoping that because it's so unusual that it doesn't kind of get parted out. Come award season, where people well, are like, oh, it's oh, it's not a drama, so we won't think about it. Well, it's not a comedy, so when we get to that, we're not going to think about it. Well, it's not really animated, we're not going to think about it. You get to the end, and then you've just forgotten about it. Not well, you, you know, the royal is, you. Yeah, yeah, but I and, and I do think there is probably a. Uh, portion of people who vote in those things who would dismiss this film um, inappropriately or you know uh, without really looking at it in the way they should but I also think that because um, film critique is changing radically 
as it get, as as the younger people, um, you know, are are, are involved um, and are kind of replacing the old guard. Um, I think that we grew up on different sort of films than they did. Um, it's the whole thing, you know. All of us who grew up in the seventies and eighties don't have the same feeling for science fiction and horror films that maybe the generation before us did because we love those films, mm-hmm. you know, you know, uh, um, and, and for us, you know, it was a nat- you know, it, you can, you can love all the, uh, rebellious anarchic films or whatever that were made in the late sixties and early seventies and were pushing boundaries socially and whatnot. Um, there's space to love that and sci-fi and stuff you know i mean yeah. it's it's not you, you can't you don't have to not like something so you can like something else you're allowed to like everything if that's if that's what you, you know you yeah. want and 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 i think that's that's a sort of freedom we're starting to see sort of i i think the award shows are kind of in a struggling place they're trying to kind of figure out you know their identities um i think criticism is trying to figure out its identity and in, in, in the the, the current world and um so yeah i i can see I, I i it wouldn't surprise me if marcel doesn't get nominated for anything or if it gets nominated for a ton of things right um you know it, it, it wouldn't surprise me but ultimately there's that part of me that says i don't care i saw it and i love it and it got made um i don't know if it will make any money I know. That's um so sad but it probably didn't cost a lot. Um, it cost a lot in so, love. Sure, sure. <laughs> but, but in dollars, and I'm not really you know, sure. But, but you know what? Uh, you know, and, and that's where you have some of these smaller studios that come in. And, you know, this is an A24 film. Uh, but it wasn't produced by them. It was actually, they, they, they ended up picking it up. It was, it was produced independently right. of them. Um, of anybody, pretty much, um, because they didn't—they didn't want the film to be commercialized in any aspect um, when they were making it. They didn't want any anyone to say, "Well, you can't do that because if you make fun of the people who are your fans, they will—they won't like you." Right. <laughs> and they don't. They, and anyway, there's the, the whole social uh, aspect of the, the social criticism is, is, is interesting that yeah. they they could do that, but you know. Uh, um, and also, I mean, we're, we're living in an, in, in an era where certain films are, are suddenly making a lot of money um, that you may not expect to. I mean, everything, everywhere, all at once is made uh, a ton of money for an indie film. Yeah. And it's not exactly the most normal, straightforward. Oh, no, it is not a know, mainstream I, box office phenomenon. No. You know, no. So, so if there's room for that to make as much money as it has maybe there's room for marcel to come in and 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 make a fair amount of money as well and i hope so yeah i do too Um, i i this is one of the movies that yeah people people need to see it i think so 100 percent um okay so this week we've got uh, a couple of screeners going on that we will be watching uh oh yes jordan peele nope nope Nope. Uh, and one other after that. I don't know how big that one's going to be, so I'm not going to mention it by name yet. Well, and it doesn't come out this week. And so it doesn't come out this week. Like so, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, we are see- but Nope does actually come out on the 22nd. So we're seeing that this week. Nope. Uh, you, we will both be writing reviews. You will see those on our website, or I will link to Ryan's on 
visually vsmoviepodcast.com uh, when I write up mine. And then when we talk about it, because I'm sure there will be lots to talk about when it comes to... Oh, there movie. will be. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Peele is, I, does nothing I, I, if he doesn't make movies you can talk about. No, I, I watched some of the press conference stuff uh, that they did last week. Um, and yeah, this it's, it's, it's going to be a talker. Oh, that's Absolutely. good. I'm happy for that. Um, I actually am going to be uh, recording at least with one other person this week um monday uh the guys or uh, sean over at uh review it yourself uh he's based out of northern england which is awesome we're going to be talking about sunshine um so uh, i actually have to re-watch that because it's been a bit uh since i watched danny that. boyle yeah danny boyle alex, alex garland everyone alex is garland. in that i know alex garland's in that and I finally have to to uh, break out my beautiful steelbox copy of Sicario, because I'm supposed to talk to Chris uh, at uh, the Cult Film Companion uh, about about that at some point, maybe also this week. So uh, I actually I, I I've wanted to watch Sicario, and it always falls through the cracks because I have a hundred other things to do. So what I did was I went out and found someone that I would have to watch it for. I was like, you want to be on the show? He's like, yeah. I go, what do you want? To, he's like, what do you want to talk about? I said, this, because that will force me to actually watch it, uh, and I can't oh. put it off anymore. So, so now oh. I've, I've forced myself to watch the movie that I want to watch. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm using this well, to my I own know, advantage. I, I totally no, uh, I totally get that actually. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, hopefully I'll be yeah. doing that this week. We got those two screenings this week. Um, oh, hey, fun fact: if you're free Thursday night, Ryan. Uh, 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 our friend, uh, Val, friends Val and Jake and, and uh, Tracy over at uh, Movies That Make Us are doing a uh, charity screening for cancer of Sharknado on Thursday at Bruvies. And I at told Bruvies, them, I said, yeah. I have never watched Sharknado. I have steadfastly avoided watching yeah. any of the Sharknado films. I said, but for a charity fundraiser, I will go to Bruvies and watch Sharknado. So that is my plan for Thursday night, is to actually to go and watch Sharknado for the first time. Uh, I anticipate terrible tweets coming out of that. Um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, yeah, that's a, that's a fun week. But, no, the big stuff is going to be Wednesday when we watch Nope. Uh, like I said, that should be fun to talk about. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. So this week, in, in, new in theaters, uh, Where the Crawdads Sing. Mm-hmm. Marcel the shell with shoes on. Yes. Good stuff. Um, yeah, that's all we're going to talk about this week. We're going to talk about more stuff next week. So stay with us. Stay safe. Be good. Don't forget to like us, follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. You know how that works. So please do it. And until we get back to you, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.